Like, I am just really excited. You know, I went back after we spoke yesterday yeah. and I started just, I, I read a lot of stuff that has been published about you. And mm -hmm. after a while, I was like, they keep asking her the same questions. So today, we'll try to shake it up a bit and talk about a whole lot of different things. Because I just think you're not unidimensional, right? You, ha you have done different things and I want some of that to come out more. And there were a number of things you actually talked about in some of your interviews that I'll bring back up so mm -hmm. that you can kind of flesh them out. So first of all, welcome to Mama Talk Talks, A Different Take. I'm really, Thank you, really my pleasure, finally. <laughs> I know, I know. And uh, I just have to say this, usually I ask guests to introduce themselves because I think there's power in just introducing yourself in your own words. So I'll just ask you to go ahead and do that. You're Maria Borges, yes. international supermodel, but in your own words, what do you want to tell our listeners? Yes. Hi, everyone who is watching us right now. And I am Maria Borges from Angola and live in New York right now. Okay. That leaves a lot of blank space for us to color. I'm really excited. <laughs> So I'm just going to throw out some things about you that people may not know. One is that, unfortunately, you grew up without your mom because mm -hmm. she passed away when you were 11. And that yeah. has been a huge part of your life. You grew up during the Angolan Civil War. Again, has shaped your life. And when you finally got onto the modeling scene, you had an amazing run. And your career is... Fantastic, but in the beginning, you booked 17 catwalk shows in your first season. Is that right? It is right. Uh, before I, I knew it, before I knew it, the number, because you know, sometimes I had to wait until the end until my agent tell me exactly how many shows I walked. I saw the first article on Forbes Africa, I was like, whoo. And first of all, I was like, what's, I don't get it. What magazine is this? It's not about fashion. It's about business. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Wow. This magazine thought about my business. Good. Means like I'm doing well. I was so happy. Yeah, that was 70 shows. And um, yeah, that was a um, welcome to New York City. And <laughs> like, girl, you made it. You, get a, you better come back. I was like. I will definitely will. So that that was that was seventy show that um, actually opened um, opportunity to the agency in New York to sign me because they had a deal like, girl, you you make sure you're here to work or make sure you you're here to um, I don't to get this opportunity because yeah. you're here to play around and come and watch Empire State Building. You better go back to Africa and watch all the animals <laughs> out there in safari. I'm like, no, 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 they're pretty. I can always go, they're mine, but I like to come here and just making money, send, you know, go home and yeah. take some change. Yeah. That's that amazing. <laughs> That's amazing that you were able to do that much in one season. So my version of the modeling world, Yeah. so in college, I had a poster on my wall which had the top five, right? Uh, I don't know what they used to call them, but the top five, Naomi and Cindy and all of them. So that's as much as I knew about the, the modeling world. Giselle. And then fast forward to America's Next Top Model. My friends and I watched that religiously in the early years. 
But then you gave this interview where you were talking about the fact that back home in Angola, a lot of people are happy about your success, but they don't actually really know what you do. So when you talk to people, especially to the older generation or the younger ones, how do you describe your job to them? As well? Like, what do you tell them you do? Correct. Oh, well, first of all, I have to tell them that in my country, there is not fashion markets like as it is here outside. And the West, uh, on the West is, is kind of like, is a real job. And because they, they don't have example, they never had someone that break the boundary, like someone that made it. It's kind of hard for them to believe. Yeah. Now they have someone to believe. Actually, things can happen. I mean, she not, if I was in the country, of course, I would not have, um, I would not make enough money. I would not consider myself as like living from modeling industry but it will be something that I'm passionate about. It will be something that I will be supporting, not as a profit, you know? Little by little, I start explaining to them that it's actually worth it. It changed, it helped my life. It helped, it's helping my family, family life. That it's worth now, it. <laughs> now it's going to help uh, my conscious life. I'm trying to open business opportunities mm. and uh, jobs opportunity for... Um, people in my country so yeah that's awesome i just caught that you said it's worth it which will take us to l'oreal in in a little bit i love it (laughs) because you're worth it (laughs) because we are worth it yes general we yes absolutely and you know so there are a number of things that you, you you touched on and things that i've wondered about one of them is growing up as an African kid. A lot of us, our parents say modeling, that's not a job. That's not a real job. Get a real job. You know, anything that has been much more in the artistic creative sphere, right? Writing or singing or dancing. Our parents tended to say, get a real job. You can have that as a backup and get a real job. Right. So I know that that journey to finding your creative space and making a career out of it is really hard. What was that journey like for you from Luanda to Portugal to now New York? Yeah. To be honest, uh, I was always going by the words, if you don't try, you'll never know. It's not like I had a cousin or family that is famous in the business or in the entertainment business. They're doing well. I have nobody. So I was just like, Let's give it a try. And as the time was, uh, as the time go, go by, I was like, yeah. oh, this is actually working. Oh, this is actually worth it. I think um, I was the tryout. I was the example. And uh, now I'm someone that people should look up and be inspired. Uh, mm. uh, I, it, it's hard to say. Now I know the answer. Now I can say like, it's work. I made it. But yes. before it was just like, let's give it a try. What's this is about? I have to, first of all, I had to learn about the business, people involved. I had to educate myself. I had to learn new, new language, English, because I speak Portuguese. Yeah. So it was just the whole thing. I have to reborn. I'm totally different person, to be honest. You said something in there that is so important, right? Especially in the, in the 
artistic sphere, which is you had to learn the business. I find that a lot of times when people want to venture into the creative space, whether it's fashion design or writing, a lot of times people are not really looking at what is the business model behind it. So I do a lot of creative writing myself, but I have what I call a day job. And I can tell you, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about if I were to go be a writer or if I were to make Mama Tok Tok a full-time thing, what about the money? But that is such an important part of everything that we do, right? It's, yep. If you're going to turn your passion into your work, how can you actually live off it? So where, where did you get the inspiration to, to, to do that? Or who taught you how to join up those two things, your passion and the ability to make money out of your passion? Correct. First of all, I would say my humble sister. She was someone, you know, as growing up in Africa, as you well said, our parents always say like, you know, I forgot about this. Go find a real job. She was the one always backed me up. She was the crazy one, so do I, for, for my parents, my family. She, yeah. was, she was like, okay, I trust you. Make sure um, you're doing well. And uh, I always so thankful to my sister to trust me to not killing my dreams my achievement i did tell my sister i want her to be take care of the business family i don't want her to find any job that is not worth it for her yes or that she's not getting return she she thought i was crazy now it's happened now she doesn't she's finished university she doesn't need to work she's just fine she she needs to take care of the family business and now I, I, i'm so proud of myself i told her she believed in me she trusts on my words. And so, so after everything happened, so I think, I think it's trusting. I think is um, having someone that believe on your potential yep. and have someone that can back you up. I always like my sister was the one saying like, if you have some bills to pay, if you, if your agents charge you, I will make sure I'm going to go work and pay the bill. I'm like, okay. So she always got my back. And yeah. I always did. I was always saying that I'm not, I'm never going to disappoint you. You know, we had this commitment between us. So she got my back and I would do everything so that I don't need to make her not, yeah yeah and that that, that's an amazing story i always think about for for people who don't have parents and besides sorry besides other people that i i met uh i met uh along the way that i knew that i have to start talking to the people that know the business someone that inspired me guides me and i love experienced people to tell me how life is so I always get this time to sit down with knowledge people to learn more, listen. I, I love to listen and the balance between what I have in my hands and what these people told me. Can I like put it together and yeah, yeah. give myself? Yeah, yeah I, had, I had a lot of that, that balance. Yeah. And, and a lot of that, I, I can see that coming together for you, right? Just in your spirit. One of the things I thought was, fascinating in a number of the articles i read about you was there's a lot of commentary about your smile yeah. and you being positive 
Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so true. I think my smile gives me my job, gives all the opportunity that I have now besides even speaking about. Yeah. Definitely, personality, you have to put up front. Don't be fake. You got to be real. People, <laughs> people feel you got to be real. And mm. the industry, especially, they kind of like, they kind of like study you. If you change your attitude, oh, they're going to put you on the side. Really? If you want, if you fake, be fake until the end. <laughs> so, but don't try to mess up your personality. People need to identify yourself. They need consistency. Yeah, exactly. If mm. you, they know when models fake, they fake. When they, the, there is a nice model, there is a crazy model, they know. But when they don't know you 100%, so yeah. yeah. A bit. When they're not sure which way you're going, I yeah. get that. So there are a lot of myths about the modeling world. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that have been hard for you? Some things that you've, you've seen in the modeling world and you've thought, mm, if I have a daughter, I don't think I want her to do this. Are, are there any of those things? Well, I think, again, I will be scared she doesn't know learning is the key like i mean when you made mistakes because you you didn't know about it i feel like if if i have a daughter and she wants to be in the fashion industry likely i'll be there to advise her or yeah. i'm gonna tell her make sure you learn make sure you take it step by step with i have my tattoo here go slow you know little by little if you made mistake, let, let me see that again. Yeah. <laughs> ah. What, what does it mean? Step by step, which means you gotta take one uh, step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. Go slowly, which means observe. Life is all about learning. You have to make mistake to learn, but make sure to make a little, no, little mistake, so you can always come back stronger. Yeah. So learning, yeah. learning is the first advice. I will never be there 24 hours for my daughter or someone that I want to teach. But this person has to know how to, you know, uh, to, how to position herself. Herself, yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely learning. right. Yeah. The thing that I, I struggle with right now with my son is, is yeah. 10. And I mean, that place where I'm like, I need to teach him the skills, but I'm still mommy and I'm super protective, right? So yeah. when do I let him figure it out? And when do I step in and say, okay, I'm going to take care of this? Because at some point I'm not going to be there. Yeah. So in, that, in that sense, yeah. So I'm just going to ask some questions that I'm really interested in knowing about you, Maria. Yeah. One of them is... The very first time we met, which was not terribly long ago, mm -hmm. I remember when we were talking about how you got into modeling, you talked about making it on your own and in, in the sense of you didn't have to pay dues, so to speak. You had to find your own path. And so financial empowerment is something that's really important to you. So yeah. can, you, can you talk to me about why that is? And there, there are people who say, the modeling industry is like prostitution. 
Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. And you have a very strong, clear view about that. So yeah. talk to me a little bit about that and why it was so important for you to not get to not gain favors from yeah. people along the way. Well, I would say I used to get all these questions when I was 17. I knew about the word when I was growing up and I knew what that means, if it's bad or not. It's good to be knowledgeable. Lately, you know, as soon as I step in, in, in the modern industry, people say, you better don't go because if you go, you will consider yourself as this. Then I know the same story happened to any other business market. You yeah. can be a doctor, you hear, oh my God, the doctor has to, you know, uh, do a deal with the boss to get this higher, uh, to this platform. I'm like, then I also heard that your story is not someone's story. The other person's yeah. story it can be your story. So if you learn about it, if you try a little bit, you will know if it's something that fits you or not. Mm. You got to make a choice in life, basically. If yeah. prostitution exists, I'm not going to say my... My colleagues, they, they don't do it or they, they don't want to, but some of them, they prefer to do it. The only option they, they, they got. Yeah, yeah. My, but it's not my story. My options, actually, thank God, I had to make a decision to myself not to, and it works. Yeah. 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 It, it, it could be any other industry. It's not only fashion industry that happened this any other industry. I heard about a story and I'm not the only one that knows the story that some people get some deals and some girls or boys they ended up accepting because they need to help their family or they need quick money. Yeah. You do what they have to do. Each one yeah. makes their, their own choices. This yeah. Is, yeah. And we don't need to judge anyone else that accepted because this person is not us. We have to respect other people's decision, but we don't need yeah, to follow, choices. We don't need to become like them, you know? Yeah. And that's that's very powerful coming from where you're coming from in the sense that I think about everything I've heard about the the modeling industry, which is just tough to break into regardless of who you are. And then if you are if you have our skin color that's a whole other thing. If you have our skin color and you're from Africa, that's a whole other kind of hurdle along the way. Which brings me to something that you did, I think, in 2016. Yeah. Last, this morning or last night, I was reading uh, a, hair, a hair magazine and they were looking at critical moments in black hair history of the decade right in each one thing and in one of them they had um beyonce in the in the lemonade video with her cornrows and things solange was in another one and there you were victoria's secret show in in the in in the head that looks pretty much like what you have right now yeah which was completely unprecedented Maria, That's man. <laughs> how, how, first of all, where did that come from? How did you have the guts to pull it off to just say, yeah. no more wigs, no permed hair, this is me, I'm going to do it? Yeah. It's all about trying, it's all about believing your 
potential, which means I was already uh, with Shohei when I walked Givenchy show in Paris the same year because I love high fashion. I always be a high fashion girl. And I think as a high fashion, your career goes longer and then you got your prestige, you know, you got all these dream and life to work with the best designer in Paris, you know, high-hand designer. It was a pleasure for me. I would not take any other side besides high fashion, be just a commercial girl because I know it's a short career. So, yeah, I was pretty beautiful. Givenchy was amazing. Uh, uh, going down to, to the runway for the first time with my short natural hair for Givenchy in Paris and after that I came back to New York and Victoria's Secret casting was like a month ago and we yeah. were like what this hair is not gonna go back a month ago for me to put any weave or any weave okay <laughs> but weave looks strange it's more like sewing weave or, or something like that I'll clean and I was like, wait, they never did. I think if you, don't, if you don't ask, if you don't try, you never know again. I'm like, let me just give it a try. Talk to them and see if, is, it, is that okay for them? Because the end of the day, which the lingerie um, brand is looking for is a beautiful, confident woman that embrace their body. As long as you fit well in the lingerie, your body is still in point. Why not? It's nothing to do with hair. <laughs> I feel like your beauty, like your beauty come from inside. They know I can pull up on any Beyonce wig. I'll be just fine. Okay, any, I can pull up any hairstyle. Black women does this kind of stuff. We There's do. no doubt. Tomorrow do. I'm with your hair. Uh, today I'm with your hair. Tomorrow I'm with, with blonde hair up here. Yeah, so yeah. Right? Exactly. So, let's just tell them that these things, I look beautiful like that. And I think I can do, as long as my body still well, and I had to go to the gym and put some muscle and put my body together, even skinny, but well put together, you know? Skinny and beautiful. And all these long legs that I have, all the African bod, you know, some African <laughs> bod. I have good shape, you know. We Africa, you have to get so close. <laughs> so I was there. Let 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 me give it a try. The minute that my agent reached out to them, listen, guys, Maria's gonna show up without extension. But they say yes. I was like, if they say yes, is the God saying yes? Who's gonna say no? No. Exactly. If, I, if I give up, I have to fix myself. Of course, my belly has to be flat. All the <laughs> you know, I have to fit on the lingerie on the way that they see my body mm. and my personality. Mm. They know that the hair and everything, earrings, all these are compliment. I can just put it on if they want to. Yeah, yeah. So when I get to Victoria's Secret call back and everyone like, wow, you look amazing. It was just like, me, myself, and I looking stunning, ready to, to take off. Then, like, okay, if we, if we say no to her because of the hair, she's gonna go back home and put some wig. Yeah, she's gonna put some wig and she's gonna come back with any, any kind of hair they want. If they want blonde, I put some blonde hair. Why not? So, that was amazing. So, I show up very natural and beautiful. They ask, they say yes. 
But again, they didn't they didn't know how much that thing will go virus. At the same time, that was in 2015, that was the, the first year that Kendall Jenner uh, Kendall Jenner yeah and can you believe i was trending more than anyone else and twitter and all the social media i was like some of the people <laughs> paying for i'm not paying for no press i made it so Amen. that was i'm like okay when god won there is no no one who stops you that was yeah the, that was the universe saying yes and embracing me. I was like, wow, thank God. You know, what, I, what I'm just, like your energy right now is giving me <laughs> all kinds of feels because first of all, <laughs> I love people who are so comfortable in their skin, you know, like, like you saying, that was me, girl. That, I did all that. I was looking fabulous. I was like, my energy is like going to the end. I would, I was expecting for no, but no, for me, it never, uh, it doesn't mean it's never, you know, no is the answer, but it can happen later. Yeah. When, but when they say never, never, was like I did, but they, they would never say never. They were just like, oh, uh, maybe it's not going to happen now. Maybe it's more. You have to keep trying. Some people, they give up on themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And then they think, oh my God, I didn't get this opportunity. No. As long as you keep trying, it happened to me as well. Walking for the first time with Chanel mm. in Paris. Chanel only put four black girls or two or three. I mean, I was going for five years in a row. No, no, knock, knock. I came for casting. Wow. Knock, knock. I came for casting. I guess after four years going two times, <laughs> times a year, going try always like, no. I don't think not this time, not this time. But I never heard. Nope, it's not never gonna happen. They always say no, pro, no. You didn't maybe get it now. You didn't yeah. get it now, which means maybe some some of this time is gonna it's gonna happen. It's coming. Yeah, the right time is coming. I was so happy when I walked Chanel. I was like, oh my, <laughs> thank God. At least I have my curriculum. You know. Yeah. It didn't come true, but. I was trying. It's not like I was not beautiful. It's not like I was not high fashion enough. You know, otherwise I would never walk for Dior, Givenchy, but Chanel was something that God said, if you give up on you, it's your fault. Yeah. Okay. I received no. I didn't get, oh, I see my colleagues always getting this. I'm like, okay, this season, please send me again. I want them to say <laughs> no to me again. I heard someone telling me that you gotta be persist- persistent until this person look at you saying that I'm so tired of this person coming. I always say no, but she always here. You know what? I'm gonna just say, say yes. And after that, she can disappear of my life, never come yeah. back. Like, I just need one. One is fine. And that's it, right? It's just, uh, it's just, just one opportunity. One opportunity. Yeah. I, yeah. I will celebrate. I will celebrate until today that I had a chance to walk. Chanel is it was hard. Black girls was the hardest show to get it. You see one or two, three black girls. So it, it was a statement. Very good show. Yeah. So w- w- when I hear you say all that, I'm thinking Givenchy, Chanel, 
Amani, in I'm terms sorry. of covers, you have done it all. I mean, when you think about the milestones in a supermodel's career or life, what are the ones that you still want to hit? Because you, you, you've covered quite a lot of ground in the time that you've been in the industry. So mm -hmm. what, else, what else is there? Yeah. What, are you, what, what are you looking for next? And we haven't even talked about L'Oreal. Yes. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, over the years as well, I find that the right answer. More doesn't exist, you know? More is something that you want more, more, more. What's more for you? Do it again? Yes, you can do it again. For example, I walk show. I, I have walked more than 10 shows for money. What I need most. I'm happy with which I'm happy to be able in this position. I mean, I have done, but if I have to do it again, okay, fine. I'll be so happy. Covers, magazine, I have some and I'm looking forward to have opportunity to, to do, uh, to be a cover girl for the other magazine that I never had a chance to, but asking for more, mm -hmm. I just need a, if it comes, yeah, it will be nice. I guess more quantity doesn't exist, but uh, appreciate what we have and try to work for what we, we don't have. That's the goal. But okay. you already got it and ask for more. And remember, there's other people that need the opportunity as well. And you will never, you can be there forever and just, blocking and try to be me 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 and wow it has to be us you know i i don't i don't hear that from a lot of people right this whole idea that <laughs> you have to give space for other people because when i talk about when i talk about opportunities i always say there's enough sky for all of us yeah but the reality is to some extent resources are limited right so when i hear you talk about that it, it's inspiring i do want to talk about something that I think a lot of women would like to hear about. So I see you in this Victoria's Secret teeny tiny bikinis and I'm thinking, okay, body image, right? A lot of us are looking at our bodies going, sure, I love my body, but how do I wear that thing and walk in front of all these people with all this confidence and all these feathers and whatever else they have going on? So yeah. how, how do you get... First of all, the body that you're in. How, like, how do you get it to be that? Thanks, <laughs> mom and dad. Mom and dad, they know the, <laughs> the recipe. Thank you, mom and dad. Thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> and then how do you just, what do you tell yourself? Like, the first time you got on the runway yeah. in, in, in bikini. And I, and I said that because growing up, I am like many other millions of women around the world, self-conscious, right? When you feel like you're kind of half naked, how do you just carry it and look good in it and own it? What is it that you tell yourself to just rock it? Okay, it's just to be you, uh, confidence has to be above, you know, you gotta be like, hey, and Victoria's Secret uh, Hornway is a place that you have to, Kind of like I was a, a African flag, you know. Mm. We, have, we see other girls from different countries as well. And now mention I have different type of body with um, comparing with other girls. They're still beautiful too. I was there. I was there just to embrace, uh, embrace my body, and 
they leave the right mindset to the women out there that have the same body as me or not, that they should embrace themselves. But of course, they don't need to put laundry, go try to go to Victoria's Secret on way, not. Just feel comfortable for on everything they wear, like even a home. Even yeah, it's just yeah. comfortable what what you wear. That's 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 the key. Yeah. So for you, for you, Maria, what is what is the best thing that has happened in your modeling career? And was there a time when you had a really awful experience? So, for example, people talk about catfighting behind the scenes at shows not getting selected to work for certain designers. So just one really high highlight and one really low low. Okay. The highlight will be definitely the uh, L'Oreal contract for three years, which was for the hair, skincare, and uh, makeup. Yeah. And I feel, no, it's not I feel. This is the highest contract of the... That's, that's the ultimate goal for supermodel model, to have a beautiful contract with social, social um, brand, or social team as L'Oreal. Yeah. I think that was, that was it. Above that is the sky. <laughs> so the lowest, lowest will be, where else? Is it um, the wor- lowest work, you mean? Or the no, just... Something difficult. Just a, a tough time in your career. Either something that you really wanted that you didn't get, or some or a deal that went wrong, or just some challenge you've had and how you overcame it. Oh, tough, tough challenge. I would say will provide my country that this is actually possible. I think until today, as as you know, I was for cover. They were like, what? Is she kill any white guy? And she's kill any billionaire to be... No, this is hard work. You got to believe. I think it's, it's a proof, proving to my country and other African women or African girls that it is possible to make. Because I, I never believe on that word. Oh, my God. It only has to be one African supermodel. It only mm. has to be one or African, blah, blah, blah. It's so difficult. I came here without even speak English, you know. Yeah. I left a lot. I was just here with my confidence and I knew I was here for work. Um, what else? I think, I think it, was, it was this, to, to, have, to, to be the example, to, to be the example that things dream come true, you know, and yeah. other, you can identify your story to other people's stories. Absolutely. If, oh my no. God. It's like people, oh my God, I saw, uh, I saw like 20 years ago an African girl I came here to, to USA, did they make it? And I will, I'll be home dreaming about life, forget about, I will never make it. If she didn't make it, I will never make it. Are you giving on yourself? Mm. Give it mm. a try and see how, how far you go and then say something about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't give up before you've started. Yes. Now, in, in just, when I take a step back, yeah. you, you, you live what looks like a very glamorous external life. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're a very 
spiritual person. So and you, you, you're quite grounded. So talk to me a little bit about where that spirituality comes from and how it helps you in your day-to-day life and in your job, right? This is something that we don't talk about a lot in, in yeah. a social or public setting, but I think it, 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 it emanates from your being. Like I can see that you have this groundedness. Mm-hmm. So just tell me a little bit about, about that. Do you pray? Do you meditate? Do you do yoga? Do, what is it that you do to stay spiritually intact? Correct. Well, I like to do yoga. Definitely, I like to train. I like to be centered, uh, uh, listen to my affirmations. And uh, luckily, my partner, my future husband, he kind of like very central. He teaches me a lot how to kind of like find your soul, find your, your, your person inside because outside everybody knows, everybody sees. But mm-hmm. trying, trying to know you from inside so you will know better how to act from outside. So a lot of people want to say, okay, find yourself. Where do you find myself if I'm here? It's not about that. You got to know yourself deep down, like your emotions. Yes. This is what holds you. This is how you, uh, you're going to be able to position yourself in life, you know. But you have to find yourself. In know, and know, in knowing your, your, what's the word? Knowing your Oh my God, it was here. I was about to say the word. Know your purpose in life. Your purpose, yes. You have you have to feel you have to feel which direction your energy, your um the universe is taking you. If it's like inspiring people, if you do things for others, or to be motivated speaker like you are and bring other people energy, you gotta to find this yourself and know Mm what are you here in this earth for so yeah yeah you know what you know what it is i i spent the last three or four years just really thinking about that whole sense of finding yourself right um and, and what does it mean and first of all if you're finding yourself where did yourself go like did it yeah. go somewhere so when you talk about that people go well why are you looking for yourself where did it go right here. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and as, as I get older, I've gotten very comfortable with just saying I'm, I'm, I'm fluid, right? We are, we are fluid. There isn't, there's an essence of me that exists, but yeah. the rest of it is quite fluid. It changes with time and it changes with, you know, the circumstances and people that come into your life and live your life and X, Y, Z. And yeah. so whenever I hear people talk about, you know, finding yourself i get excited because for me it's like it's like it's it's fun it's yeah. fun it's you know discovering that i like something that i never thought i would like like yeah. bungee jumping <laughs> I, I i used to think i'm and i'm very i'm very um i like security and safety and so yeah. things like extreme sports is not my thing but a few years ago when I, I went to Zimbabwe with my mom and my son and went j- bungee jumping at the um, Victoria Falls, it was oh, one of the- I want to go. You should. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have never felt more like superwoman. I mean, literally you're flying through the air, right? So, so that just gives you that sensation. But it was so exhilarating. I get why people do extreme sports. 
right? It's not something that I'll do again, I don't think, but it was so amazing. And the best part for me, and this is what I'm saying you should do it if you can, is when you're hanging upside down, Maria, the world <laughs> is very different. It really does. Oh, are you brave? <laughs> amazing. I mean, you know what? It's like when you do a headstand, right, in yoga, you, you see the sky, the, the roof, the ceiling first. It's the same thing with bungee jumping. Now you're hanging upside down and you're looking at the sky and it's just, it's one um, of the best experiences I've had. It's just, it was, yeah. it was amazing. I have, to try. I have to try. You should. Yeah. It, it was really, it was really great. Um, I'm looking at the clock and I'm mindful of your time. So there yeah. is something that I love to do on this show mm -hmm. and I just call it the 10 questions. Right. And the rules are really simple. I ask you 10 questions and they're either or, and you have to pick one. You can't, you can't, you can't beg your way out of it. Yes. You don't know, you don't know, but you okay. can't beg your way out of it. And I'm not allowed to ask you why you chose the answer you chose. But if I do, because sometimes I break my own rules, mm -hmm. you, you can answer or you can choose not to answer. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Let's do it. All right. So, and then I have one last one before we finish, because this morning I told my son I was going to be talking to you and yeah. what would he ask you if, if he could, and he gave me a question for you. So I'll ask you that. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> 10 questions. Maxi dress or bodycon? What would you rather wear? Mm, maxi what? My, a maxi dress? Yeah. Or bodycon? What would you rather wear? Mm. So body calm is, is um the, the bandeau type. Yes, or how's the dress? That's 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 even it where a long simple yes. I would go for the first option. Maxi, okay. <clears throat> Christians, Siriano or Jason Wu? Christian Siriano. You know I learned <laughs> Yeah. So Christian Siriano comes with a dance. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nelson Mandela or Che Guevara? Nelson Mandela, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> what is this question? I, don't I know. know. I know. Zook or hip hop? Ooh, Zook. Isn't Zook like the most sensual thing? I think about Kassav, right? I'm gonna go to my culture always. Yes. Sorry. We grew up with Zook. It was like, anyway. Yeah. Would you rather spend your free time or your vacation in the countryside or in the city? Countryside. Ooh, I like to go far away, just really? like my trees, climbing the trees, take up apple <laughs> or, or banana or mango. Yeah. Um, I, I've never been a city girl. Really? I love, I love, I love countryside. Like, awesome. Okay. Would you rather read a book or a magazine? Tricky question. Book. Book. Okay. I'm tempted to ask why. <laughs> yeah. Ask me what? Good question. I think magazine is to watch and book is to read. 
okay. I like that. When I go to magazine, I'm all more interested to see the picture more than the story. Okay, goes by, but first you got a dead to watch, you know? What's going yeah. on? Then you, what this is about? Book is first to, to know the story, then you, if you see picture along the way. Actually, you, you, you hear the story first, then, then the picture after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather spend an evening going through YouTube videos or Netflix? Trick question. YouTube, because it's more, there's more, it's more universal. Mm-hmm. Netflix is, um, Netflix is, is uh, yeah, YouTube is more universal. You find more knowledge on YouTube than Netflix. And it's more, more dynamic, yeah. Dynamics, yeah. Would you rather cook and, and eat in or would you rather dine out? Cook and eat in. What's your favorite meal? That's not one of the questions. I'm just curious. My favorite meal? Mm-hmm. Definitely in Angolan, um, we say something like fish. We call mofeti, which is grilled fish with uh, sweet potato on the side, beans. And uh, yeah, very appetizing. I've had that. Did, did I ever tell you I was in Luanda? This was... <laughs> Oh, good. Did you try that one? Grilled fish with the, I did. Uh, beans, like the palm, palm, palm oil. Yes. Beans. I used with, to, I, I went to tomato, with tomato, tomato and onion. Like you, you cut on slice, then you put on top of the, ah, this is so good. And now, really? now forget about fufu. Don't forget about fufu because I love fufu too. You know, you know, I'm Cameroonian, right? So yeah. we have like Africa. eleven variations of more fufu. But I remember that because the meal, because when I was in Luanda, Eunice took me out to one of these restaurants, and that was one of the things she recommended. So I had that. I'm yeah. telling something healthy. Then fufu come after with all those sauces, <laughs> everything together. Yo, that's nice. It's good to hear that you eat food. I mean, after food, are you killing me now? I cannot order anything. Quarantine. I could I could ask you more food questions, but that would be that would be cruel. Um, I like the questions. Would you rather walk in New York Fashion Week or Paris Fashion Week? Woo! I'll give it up to New York because that was the first international uh, on international runway on the capital of fashion that I had opportunity to walk. I'll pick mm-hmm. New Okay. Naomi or Giselle? Oh, okay. oh, oh, I, I had to. It is impossible for me to pick one. It's not impossible, girl. You, you've been on a road. represent two different things for me. I pick side by side. Damn, girl. <laughs> it was too easy. You were answering so easily. I had to give you a difficult one. You were just like, uh, 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 uh. So I had oh to pick God. it. Okay. So, so what should is I, Naomi? Should I pick both of them? Okay. This one time you can. So, but, but tell me, <laughs> tell me what <laughs> the it represents for you. Okay. Naomi Campbell, she's iconic. She's, um... Someone that I, someone to follow, you know, as a black woman, she brought b- b- uh, boundary and she opened the, the path 
for, for all of us. She mm -hmm. opened the road for all the black women, not only Africa, all black women. And uh, all her work is so inspiring. Like, yeah. no as a black woman, you have to look up to Naomi's to be, to, to find your guidance, to know where you want to do, where to go in life. Second boy, Giselle, as a Portuguese, she's that supermodel Portuguese. You know what? You know? I hadn't even thought about the connection there. She's Brazilian, right? Yes. And for me to learn more about supermodel at that age where my English was not this good, it can be better, of course. I used to look a lot at Giselle and I still love her. The way she position her, her career as well, having kids, having her books. And I also pick this inspiration supermodel from Giselle and Naomi. I can pick one, will be unfair for me. Because they're, 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 they're the one who made Maria pick up Naomi, pick up Giselle, and boom, Maria Borges. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I read somewhere that you, you really love both of them. Mm. And because I like drama, like <laughs> girl, will be on fire. If you want me to lie to you, ask me to pick one. But I don't want to lie to anyone, so I'm, yeah. I try to be honest. That's where I pick my balance. That's where I turn Maria Bosch into a little bit of Naomi recipe, a little bit of Giselle recipe, and boom, Maria Bosch, and, and boom, Maria, and boom, love Maria. that. <laughs> so Maria, this has been so much fun for me. I hope you've had a lot it. of fun. I, I don't want to end without talking about some of the work you've been doing during this time, coronavirus victims. So mm -hmm. I just tell us a little bit more about some of the work you've been doing with, with local charities in, in, in and around Africa. Yeah. Oh, luckily, it's my own charity. The name is One Touch Charity, which is 100% uh, working this year. And mm -hmm. I used to work a lot in my country to start with. And I was doing donations uh, and put family together and, and friends together and, and find somewhere to go and donate something. But now I had a pleasure to come together with Afflict TV, which is a mm -hmm. big uh, TV in Nigeria. And uh, the CEO lives here in New York, is my friend, also is my um, partner, uh, partner, partner. Your partner's partner, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we came together, I asked my followers, anyone that wanted to donate, and the past three years we, we had some money on the side, we, we bought some um, uh, food, any basic stuff that the front uh, workers and the hospital might need. And then we brought there. So that was amazing. And back home, even though I'm far, I'm trying to do anything I can. I yeah. told my sister, she's going to donate uh, 500 bread for one of the institutions that I need. And the, one of the, the institutions that the governments are helping now. And... Uh, I hope a month from now she can do it again. You never know. Maybe in a few weeks she can donate more and more. And I know it's difficult because she had to send some people home from the bakery to stay home. Yeah. She has, imagine she had, she told me she had like 
almost 10 people because some other people they had to go and sell the bread and all the stuff and they also changed the 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 the, the, the time some of them they work on the night some of them they work and during the morning so and uh, second of all i'm also coming together with other people in my country that they want to help always deliver the right message on the social media and come together for to deliver a few masks um handmade masks for the people that need yeah. for the people that they don't need to to wear any other mask that they need to to throw away in two days but, but they can some some of them they can buy some of them we're gonna give for free and they can always watch and yeah so you don't have to keep it yeah yeah, yeah. So, um see anything i can do even from far i'll do it but um yeah it's always always find uh a way to give back exactly. life, life is about that if you receive you have to give back exactly no and i I've, I've i've watched you do that i've read about you doing that the way the way you carry africa with you the way you carry angola with you is is so powerful and it's so important and such a reminder that home home is home right no matter where you you, you, you are in the world there's something yeah. that takes you back to a place and that commitment I, there is really i always yes i always say that my body is in new york but my heart is in africa always absolutely so maria my son's question to you which i think you touched on in the beginning was what does a model do <laughs> mm, good question models is here to bring the designs ideas to life which means be the hanger that moves so people know how these uh, turn next gonna look at me uh, you know this skirt or this dress gonna move so basically that models out there to bring the ideas of design to life to life yeah. so I'm going to be selfish as we're winding down it's not every day that I get to talk to a supermodel so I need you to <laughs> I watched you sitting there and you've positioned yourself in a particular way oh my <laughs> I'm moving. That's the pillow. I'm I'm so comfortable in my couch out here. No, I know, but I'm saying lighting is hitting in a particular way. Your character is a certain way. So you've got to teach me a few tricks before we go now. So, all right. Um, one, I couldn't decide which earring to wear this morning. But so I decided, huh? You look amazing. You have to wear something that doesn't pop as much as your look, your outfit. My colors, right? Yeah. So I did the Africa, which was an homage to for both of us. I love it. One just because it was kind of fun. So that's yeah. why I'm wearing two different earrings. I didn't, I didn't like dress in the dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but sometimes I, I like to do that. Look, this is different. I like to change. I like to. Oh yeah. That, that's me, actually. I like to, to wear different styles sometimes. I love this kind of... Uh, ma uh, I don't like to match it so much. Yeah. Kind of balance, mixing it up. Yeah. And with coronavirus and living in Singapore, getting a hairstylist, I was like, you know what? Let's do trans twist it and get it wrap and keep it moving for the day. Well done. <laughs> just, just, just the way it is. It, so... It, Give me one tip 
I'm going to be doing this video blog thing. Give me one camera tip, like how do you exude what you exude on camera? Just give me one pose that I can work with. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure our viewers would, would, would like to practice this. In, you know, these days all of us are on Zoom calls anyway for work. So right. give us your power pose. You think it's just what? I think it's all about your face when you talk to someone. And well, for example, the way you are, can you just put your chest up a little bit? Okay. And your face just up a little bit. And as you're talking to me, just do a little side. You know, we're like, Nacho, oh, Maria. This is Hi, Maria. Yeah, mm -hmm. turn a little bit on the side and that. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <so laughs> you, like, like, Maria, you know, like we're having conversation. Yeah. Like, sure. And I like this smile. The whole point is just like face and yeah. It's like you're communicating with your whole body. <laughs> I used to think Tyra was crazy when she when she would say smile with your eyes. Oh I'm like, what eyes. does that mean? And then I look like Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it looks amazing. Maria. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me here. I really hope we'll have you back at some point to talk about some of the amazing things that you're working on in the future and yeah. a little bit more of your story, your background. I didn't want to land a very heavy load the first time we speak. I just wanted to mm -hmm. get the audience to get to know you a bit better for those who don't and kept it a bit light. So thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. I'm glad you noticed that I don't speak a lot. There is not all the interview that I have done is always the same thing. You know why? Because when you when I'm about to launch launch my book, people are gonna be wow! I never heard about this. That's well, what I figured. Not, not to put everything out there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I figured. I was people, like, this, this. I had I had to surprise people all the time. Yeah. Like, never heard about this. Oh my gosh! She did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I remind myself to be myself, to be real, to be, you know, friend, friendly with other people, respect other people. So, yeah. And also have fun, which you do. And oh. you're just very positive. And it comes up again, article after article that I looked at. It's like, she's very positive and she smiles a lot. And it's just like you take life and you own it. And thank right. you for battery of sunshine to the show today thank you pleasure thank you so guys thank you bye bye bye, -bye. bye. <laughs>